Well, we're on the brink of war, and uh, that means that we can't always get together and do a complete podcast together, but I do have a, a lot of uh, just different ideas that we've thrown together for this one for Mr. Joyrider in a Scrambler podcast number three. This is for the week of February the 28th. So let's say hi to everybody out there. Subscribe. That would be great. You want to smash that like button, just devour it. That'd be awesome. And if you want to kick the shit out of that bell, I would be super happy if you did that. All right, more coming up. Ukraine. 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 What do you say when you think you see Fraser? People are dying. Will you please shut down the system? Hello? Hey, Rob. I'm calling from the convoy. You're calling from the what now? I'm calling from the convoy. I got the convoy! Okay, so we talking about that truck convoy. You ride that truck convoy. All the way through Scranton, Pennsylvania, leading to D.C. Now, my problem is I got two flat tires who are driving on this convoy, and that's not good for anybody. I tell you, the news services are saying that there's only been uh, five cars, eight cars, one tractor trailer. I got to tell you, there's been 30,000 uh, cars, man. I gotta, easy, easy. And we're going to drive all through Scranton first, all 24 miles, Scranton, Pennsylvania. We're going to keep going as far as we can go. That's all of us, too. It's, uh, uh, you know, uh, African-American, Native American. Asian Pacific Islander, we're all going to do it. We're all going to be taking this convoy, all 30,069 houses that we have, uh, 24.4% of those houses have children, and we all believe in the same thing, and that is one delicious, beautiful convoy. So you're going <laughs> to, delicious? Okay, uh, so what are, you, what, are you, what are you protesting? What's that all about? What's that all about? I'll tell you, okay, it was the dark of the moon on the 6th of June, you understand, and, uh, you know, I was in Kenworth pulling logs. Have a repeat with a, re- with a reaper on, and Jimmy was hauling hogs. Uh, we was heading about uh, for bear on 110, uh, about a mile of shaky town. And so I says, Pig Pan, this is the your rubber duck. I'm about to put the hammer down. And he did. Because, you know, we got this big old convoy. It's rocking through the night. We got this little old convoy. Ain't she a beautiful sight? It's... Uh, KHI, hello, you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, hey, Jerry, this is CW calling from Delmarva. Hey, well, I'm glad you're calling from Delmarva. So we're doing a, uh, all request weekend. So it's anything that you want me to talk about, I'll talk about it. We're requesting topics, not songs. What do you want to talk about, DW? Well, I got, well, I got it. I mean, I, I appreciate you were talking about the truckers earlier. Yeah. Um, I just hope, I hope, I just hope you weren't making light of it because I was actually the caller that was calling earlier. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a friend of his. We're all, and I was part of that group of trucks that he was talking about. Oh, is that right? I don't know. I don't know what else. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. Well, uh, go, go ahead. You go. And I think. You, you, I, I, I mean, can I, I, I mean, what are we doing here? Can I go? Go. So anyway, to continue, by the time we got into Tulsa Town, yeah, we had 85 trucks in all. No, they said there was only like eight trucks. You're making that up. There was a roadblock up on the clover leaf. Okay. And I tell you, them bears were wall to wall. Well, them them smokies were as thick as bugs in a bumper. And you're not going to believe this. Are you sitting down? I am. They even had a bear in the air. 
Uh, was it that 500-pound bear that they're trying to catch? I says Colt. I, I mean, I said rather because this occurred in the past. Yes. Calling all trucks. This here is the duck. My name was also Duck. <laughs> it got a little confusing. It got, it got a little confusing. Yeah, we about it. to go hunting bear. Oh yeah! Wow. So you're gonna go and, and and hunt the bear? I don't know if that's. I don't think you should do that. Yep. No. You know why? Because we were. Because we had a great big group of trucks. Oh, a whole, a whole great big group, a, a whole collection of trucks. Yeah, it was all together driving around. Uh-huh. It, it was it was like a lot of us. It was a lot of us in like one uh, uh, collective uh, I see, I see. group swarm. Yes, yes. And it was a and and I just I thank you for shining shining some light on it. I mean, had, I mean, well, how do you feel about the truckers overall? Their culture, uh, trucker culture. Oh. yeah. Um, pretty good, except there's this one trucker. That kind of freaks me out a little bit. Sometimes I'm I'm driving uh, and I got my CB on and I hear this weird, peculiar voice come on the radio, and we go white as a. Oh. Uh... Oh, oh, oh! I know who. Oh, oh, you! I know who you're talking about. It's it's, it's, it's Trucker Lore. Uh, his name is uh, Brian. Brian, that's. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. I think I've and heard he... that before. And he likes oh, he likes to talk to them truckers because he's alone. He's he's alone by himself because his mama works and, the, and he can't walk no more. No, oh, he, oh, it's that lame cripple boy, as they say. Yeah, yeah. So he just talks to truckers all day long. It, it, it's all he got to do. And, and I'm I'm actually part of that 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 trucker group that uh, I'm asking for a, a protest. Except I'm I'm lost. I can't really. I'm on my way in the. I'm on the Wissahick and the Broad, and I can't. I'm not really sure where everybody's meeting up. Well, good luck with that, I tell you. You know, solidarity with the trucker. What, what is it that you're protesting? Why are you out there? It, it just, you know, the, the, all, all the hullabaloo and, 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 and whatnot. I get you. I get you. Well, man, I'll tell you what. Don't let them trucks idle. You know what I'm saying? Have a good one, my good buddy. You still got that box, that, that prize? <laughs> no, we gave it away. What I do want to talk about today is underwear, panties. Chones, undergarments, spanks, boy shorts, briefs, drawers. That's what I forgot. Drawers. Okay. I don't wear underwear. And I stopped wearing underwear probably 25 years ago because they go up my butt and I don't want them. What if Brian was actually Joe Rogan? I think it might go a little something like this. Bro, you know. you. I, I already told you. <laughs> Bro, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. It's just that kind of stuff didn't exist thousands, thousands of years ago, you know? So who, who, who thought, who came up with it and why do we still do it today? Who said it's right? Just because some stranger decided thousands of years ago. You know, I wake up in the morning. I don't shower every morning. Just because society tells me I should. There's got to be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, our body's got to produce this sweat, pheromones, hormones, what have you, for a reason. And to wash it off every morning, you know, may not make a lot of sense. So, you know, I don't shower every morning. I used to drink fresh water. I agree. No. From my fridge. But that didn't that didn't feel fresh enough. So, you know, when I get up in the morning now, I go out back. If there's been rain, there's some rainwater, 
a pond. You know, you're right. You're dead. Uh, if, if, but if it hasn't rained, there's at least some dew, some moisture. I'll get off a plant. Yeah, you're right, man. Uh, a piece of wood, a piece of bark. Uh-huh. Drink that, and then I'll brush my teeth with that piece of bark. You know, I don't use any yeah, 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 yeah. chemical, mass-produced toothpaste, big pharma, big toothpaste. You know, I don't use any of that. Yes. So I'll have that fresh water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. If I If there are any rabbits or squirrels around... At the moment, I'll snap them, I'll grab them, I'll snap their neck with my bare hands, fry them up, eat them for breakfast. You can't get any fresher than that. You can feel it in your body when you eat something that fresh. No, it's crazy. No, and I go to the gym, my, you know, my gym downstairs, my unfinished basement. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I got my rocks, ropes, pulleys. Those are all the gym, that's all the gym equipment I need. That's what they did back in the day. <laughs> Come crazy. up, record the podcast for four, five, eight, nine, or ten hours. I know. Uh, and then I'll have, usually I'll have, usually I'll have elk. That is one thing I do keep in the freezer is elk. And I'll fry that up and eat the elk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Usually have the water, some water or maybe some of the whiskey that's in my bathtub that I make myself. Everything fresh. Yes, dear. After that, I'll read some old books. Nothing bought from a bookstore. Some old dusty antique books that I found myself in Mesopotamia. Because I don't want anyone, I want the original text. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll have some dirt tea with that. I get the dirt from my backyard, put it in water, some plants, some flowers from my backyard, drink the dirt tea while I'm reading the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm passed out shortly after that. And I know that my body is fresh, my mind is fresh, because I didn't have anything, no... No big pharma, no big chemicals, nothing in my body. It's not natural. Mm-hmm. And I know that I had a great day. It was a, it was a perfect day. Everything I had, I had a fuck you, Lou Reed. You didn't have the perfect day. I had a perfect day. <laughs> Outstanding. I said something yesterday that was inconsiderate. It was inappropriate, and I hurt people. And I want you to know, I understand how much I hurt you out there, and how much I hurt you. Breakaway Bikes is your full-service bike shop in Dewey Beach. They offer road bikes, triathlon bikes, kids' bikes, and more. Their big selection includes a Tonelli Gazetta, which is very versatile, the Argon 18 Nitrogen Disc Rival ETAP Axis, and the Retrospect Chatham 29, which is built for the carefree cruiser. You can rent a bike, take one in, and get it repaired or for a tune-up. There's no judgment or attitude at Breakaway, just good vibes and high fives. Breakaway Bikes is located along Coastal Highway in Dewey Beach in the Izzy Plaza. One night, about a million lifetimes ago, I was sitting at my favorite stool at my favorite watering hole, and next to me was a pretty lady. She was a regular. Her and I had talked off and on a bit, didn't know each other well, but you know how it is. We were friendly. Hello, how's the weather? How's the local sports team? But that night, it just so happened that we were the only two in the bar and we struck up a conversation a little, lasted a little longer than usual. And after an hour or so, it got to the point where she started looking at me up and down. She said, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but you know, you're a good looking guy, but I noticed over the past few months, I've seen you around the bar 
I've noticed you got a you got a bit of a belly. He, she was teasing me. She said, you got a little bit of a gut. Now, at first, I was taken aback. That's it's it's kind of come across as a mean thing to say to a man, but she touched my shoulder as she said it, so that took the sting off a bit. And I looked her in the eyes, and I said, ma'am, this ain't a gut. And she looked at me, and cocked her head like a dog had just heard a whistle wondering what I was going to say next and I looked her straight in her beautiful blue eyes and I said this ain't a gut it's a fuel tank for a sex machine well we closed out I paid my tab and hers we went back to my place made love for hours Got married 10 months later. That was 50 years ago tonight. I visit her grave every Sunday evening after supper. And I still got that fuel tank. It's only gotten bigger and bigger, but I'll never use it again. And then this happened. Yeah, it's, it's just really good. It's all I like about Newcastle. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can tell you some of the... Um, Topics. Yeah, topic. Like, there's song titles proposed include include Battery Park Blues, Swanwick Song, Garfield Park Isn't for Cats. That's one. <laughs> Farmer's Market in the Year 4000. <laughs> Pappies on Father's Day. Free HBO in your room. Nothing Hollywood Motel on 13. A lot of these we used as lyrics, too. The the Castle Hills Have Eyes. (laughs) Dare Transport Command. Jefferson Had a Farm. Peyote by the Delaware River. You Told Me About Dempsey's. Newcastle's All Right for Video Rentals. (laughs) Chelsea Estates is a Place on Earth. Arner Said Goodbye. And uh, 141 is Never Complete. 8 p.m. You know, the alarm went off this morning at 4 a.m. I did not want to get up. I I was about to hit the snooze, almost maybe not even hit the snooze, and just go back to bed. And when I ever got up, I'd get up. Uh, so just tired. It was, it was dark and cold outside. It was so comfy in the covers. And then it hit me. You, you can't do that. You got you, you to hit it. You got to hit it every day, every morning. When you don't feel like getting up, is the time you got to get up the most. You got to hit it. We got to get it every day. Got up, groggy, but I got up. The hardest thing to do is wake up, put your feet on two feet on the floor. That's then that's half the battle for the day. Make your bed. It's the most important thing you can do in the morning. Make your bed. That's something you've accomplished. It sets the rest of your day. <sighs> Went out, got dressed in my sweats, drove to the gym kind of people you see at the gym, 5 a.m., former military, former police, they might be in their 50s, 60s, might be a little doughy, might have lost a step, but you can still tell in their eyes that they're hitting it hard every day, and that's what you got to do every day. Hit it, no days off, the rest of the day, had had, uh, some hard-boiled eggs for breakfast, 
a few hours after that, had some fruit. A few hours after that, had some uh, fish with vegetables, steamed vegetables. <sighs> Did a run around the neighborhood. Came home. Really wanted to take a nap. Didn't push through it. For dinner, I had uh, some lean meat, some potatoes, baby potatoes, no butter. And, you know, my wife makes fun of me, but by 8 a.m., I'm, I'm falling asleep because I, I've, I've had a good day, but it's a, it's a good tired. Uh, and then I'm just ready to get up next morning and do it all again. If I can do it, you can do it. What is something that you're addicted to? Not drugs or alcohol. Well, it could be if you want to be honest with me. I got to tell you, Jared, I'm addicted hardcore to crack. Wow, that's whack. It is indeed. It's very, it's, it's whack, but I do it anyway. Why do you, why do you do it? Because I like it. Even though it's, even though it's whack, yes, even though it's whack, I like it. The reason why I ask, <laughs> top trending story of the day is uh, name something that's not a drug, but it's uh, so addictive that it could be, and you'll see things that are topping the list. It looks like what's topping the list over and over again. Is it crack? It's not crack. Stop with the crack. Why are you screaming? Because I want crack. All right. Enough of that. Uh, yeah, phones, I guess, uh, social media, all these all of these kinds of things, things of this nature. All kinds of things. Is it Dracula or Dracler? His best friend is named Entertainment the Clown. What are you talking about, Mulder? So it's Sunday. It's the weekend. Normally... On a weekend, you think of nice, relaxing things like f camping or fishing. But this weekend, we're talking about nuclear fishing. It's insane. So there might be the prospect of nuclear war. Putin's threatened nuclear war. These clowns in Congress, who knows what they're going to do. But it does give you some perspective. You think about, you know, your life. It, the minor fights seem minor in the face of you know, global destruction. Like all the tiny little fights or like insults over the years you've had with like family members, friends, lovers, concubines, people just run into on the street, you know, the butcher shop, all that little stuff. So I would like to kind of clear my soul and just say I forgive anyone that I've, anyone that I've ever had altercations with or felt negative feelings towards. I, I, I take those away. I, I, ret I retract and apologize for any negative comments or any negative negativity I ever put out towards anyone. Except one person. It was around 2012. Kelly, who was my then girlfriend, my now wife, we went to get Chinese food in Wilmington, Delaware. And... We're sitting out there in the car waiting for it to get finished. And we're with... Kelly had two dogs at the time. Two Shih Tzus. Both since passed. Like we all may be. Soon if the missiles fly. But... So we're sitting there with the two dogs waiting for the Chinese food to get made. And these two small Asian boys come out. Not that it matters if they're Asian. But, you know, I'm just trying to paint a picture. They come out and we're talking. I'd say they're about six and eight. About... And we're talking, and one of Kelly's dogs was a little bit chunky. And 
they were looking at the dogs, petting the dogs, and I just said offhand, yeah, that, that little dog, she's, uh, she's a little fat. And this boy looks at me with a big smile on his face and says, you fat too. And I was so taken aback. I was genuinely insulted and shocked, like it was hit with a hammer. And, you know, Kelly, like, laughs it off, like, oh, it's like something a little kid would say. But he wasn't that little. And I think he knew what he was saying. And that's just, it's rude. And I know I'm, you know, I might be, I'm a little thick. I'm not, you know, I'm no skinny mini. And, you know, and I've always been a little self-conscious about that. I know I got kind of like a, a round face and weight has always been kind of a struggle for me. So, yeah, that is, you know, maybe a sore spot for me. But he, he knew what he was saying. And it wasn't just kids will be kids. He was old enough. And I still remember, and I said, when he said that, you fat too, I said, how dare you? And Kelly and the kids laughed like I was joking around, pretend mock mad, but I was, I was really mad. That was a genuine emotion and statement that came out of me. How dare you? And I, I just, I shut down and I think everyone could sense, I think it was a few seconds later, I think everyone could sense the mood change. So the kids walked away and Kelly was there laughing and I was, I was pissed. And I remember every, I remember everything in detail that day. I remember the parking lot, the building. It was around dusk. It was like the orange sky, and this little kid, you fat too. And I've held such anger and resentment towards that small Asian boy. And this is real. This is all real. You can ask my wife. He's the one person that I don't forgive and that I don't let go of the negativity for because. That that was completely uncalled for. You fat too. I was support his parents. His parent. His family sells Chinese food. I don't know if I mentioned, but he, they were kids of the of the owners. So yeah, fat Americans are what you know putting you through school, kid. All right. I hope there's not a nuclear war. Who knew that uh, Nate Dog was right this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wear two jackets. <laughs> it's not even like cold. Did we ever make Mindlanders merch? Hey, this is serious business. What I do want to talk about today is underwear, panties, chones, undergarments, spanks, boy shorts, briefs, drawers. That's what I forgot. Drawers. Okay. I don't wear underwear. And I stopped wearing underwear probably 25 years ago because they go up my butt and I don't like it. Let me rephrase. Is there, beyond the sound of me screaming, is there a sound that you just cannot stand to hear? Yeah, the sound of your voice does that to me. I don't blame you. Why are you always screaming? That does that to me too. Loud telephone conversations. How you doing over there? Hey, everyone. What are you saying? He's over there. I don't know what's going on with the whole thing. That person's clearly inebriated. I don't know what's happening. It's just, it's, it's, we're on the phone. We're talking. That's what we do. We talk on the phone. We have a good time. What's the problem? That about does it for this week. If you want to get in touch, you can find me on Facebook, Jared Morris Radio. You can also find me on Twitter at Jared Morris. Brian is the BEC on Twitter. And my website's jaredmorris.com. Until next time, I hope you all have a lot of joyful rides in your scramblers. Oh, man, I'll see you when I see you. Good day, sir. I should have actually gone in to the restaurant and told his parents is what I should have done. We went to that Chinese restaurant a lot. Spent a lot of money there. Always tipped well. 
never, you know, caused a, a, a fuss or a huss if the food was late or even if the order was wrong, you know, be polite. And so, oh, and also sometimes they had those kids working the register, like literally working the register and taking orders over the phone, which people thought, oh, that's cute. But yeah, you think uh, violating child labor laws is cute? Well, I got news for you. I wonder if they're still in business. That kid would probably... He's, he's probably got to be like 18, 19 by now. Maybe even 20 or who knows. Probably big. Doesn't matter. I ain't going to do anything. Bag!